and welcome to the Authentic Healthpreneur podcast. My name is Marendi Leverett, healthpreneur, business strategist and intuitive, and I will be your host. In this podcast series, I will be interviewing female healthpreneurs and sharing their amazing, inspiring and motivating stories about how they started their own health business. Listen to how some of these beautiful women have overcome barriers or adversity to create their own unique health business and thrive. These women are not making millions of dollars or dominating the world, but they are certainly making a difference to their clients' lives and living their true purpose of serving and helping others in need. Also in this podcast, I will be sharing hints and tips on how to be a successful healthpreneur whilst remaining authentic when starting and running a health business. This podcast aims to inspire, motivate and educate you on all you need to know about starting, growing and pivoting in a business as a health clinician. This podcast is available to subscribe and download via Anchor, Spotify, iTunes and Google Podcast. So remember to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the latest podcast episode for Authentic Healthpreneurs. My beautiful guest today is Christy, and she is a happiness coach and podcast host. So welcome, Christy. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to have a chat and to share a little bit about becoming an entrepreneur and a little bit about my journey. Yeah, most definitely. And I guess with a lot of guests I've been having lately that had a career change and I guess what's interesting with yours is you've come from an accountancy background so working with numbers to going into fitness yeah and I mean I've really I've kind of done a full circle but honestly the first business that I started was when I was 14 I actually started my own business as a piano teacher and Mm. I still actually teach piano lessons today but yeah totally totally on the (laughs) side very small sort of side gig I got going on. And, um, but that's kind of where I got my first start in business. And then I ended up going to university. I got my business degree. I became a professional accountant and I worked in that field for a little bit of time. Most people that know me actually think it's a little bit, uh, unbelievable, I guess, or odd to, for when they find out that I was an accountant because I don't really fit the mold for, (laughs) that at all, because I am so much like, I'm like the, the image of an accountant really is kind of like boring and rigid. And I am the opposite of that. that. I like to think myself as (laughs) fun and flexible and just really like open for lots of adventure. And that's not really an accountant. Anyways, what I did enjoy about that job was lots of opportunity to mentor the other students And to use my teaching skills, I also used uh, teaching instructing skills to train new students and teach actually teach courses in accounting as well. So it kind of had its place in the whole journey. Yeah. But then I ended up having my kids and staying home with my kids. And when they decided to go back to school, I had long, long been out of accounting and I wasn't at all going back to that. Uh, it was sort of a, when one door closes, another door opens sort of opportunity. I didn't want to go back to that. Yeah. Um, and so I wanted to do something else and I had sort of stumbled upon fitness and I'd always been fairly active and I enjoyed doing that. And I kind of discovered that I had a natural talent for surprise, surprise teaching fitness too. (laughs) Uh, it's actually something that while I was going to university, 
Uh, I briefly considered becoming a step aerobics instructor because at the time in the very late nineties, that was, that was the the, the fitness teachers thing. And what ended up happening was I had to put all of the tax accounting rules in, in here. And then there wasn't room for choreography. So I didn't actually go through with it at the time, (laughs) but cycling back, my kids were starting to grow up and they were in school and I wanted to do something that would feel like sort of fun and sort of a better fit for me. Definitely accounting was not a fun fit and it wasn't lighting my soul on fire. That's for sure. So I became a personal trainer. I had an absolute blast leading couch to 5k programs, learn to run 10k programs. Uh, I taught obstacle racing fitness. I did hit class and boot camp and all kinds of other fun things. And I really, I really loved doing that. And I became a nutrition coach as well, because I know that those things go hand in hand. I wanted to be, you know, well-rounded enough to provide sort of a big picture uh, perspective on, on health in general. Yeah. What's continued to happen over, you know, the course of, you know, COVID and pivoting with that, because as we all know, the world as we kind of knew it before sort of shut down and things really had to take a leap into a new direction for a lot of us. And so I took my in-person teaching fitness classes online pretty much overnight. So that was sort of a switch. And I decided to really keep expanding and keep growing. And there was a lot of space in my schedule uh, as a result of that shift. And so I spent a lot of that time doing a bit more personal development and, and discovering a little bit more about myself and my journey and what it was that I wanted to help other people accomplish. Mm. So I really wanted to help, you know, help other people to find the way to make their own happiness, because yeah. I truly believe that that's a choice that we have. Yeah. And I want to show more people, uh, the powerful creator that they actually have within them to create all of those experiences. So sorry, that was a really long, long version, but I kind (laughs) of made a few stops along the way there. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. That's amazing. I was going to say, again, you're from the same generation as me and I have so many friends who are accountants and they're just like you. They're not the standard, um, you know, boring yeah accountant they are vivacious funny yeah lovable people to hang out with but in their day job it can be a bit boring but in their personal lives they are just a totally different personality so yeah yeah. so I think that's really common that is so old-fashioned because I think the new generation of accountants coming through are the groovy funky ones it's just trying to change that old stigma but yeah that's amazing because I was gonna say I guess coming from a business background per se have you found that that has been an advantage for you in terms of running your you know newer business that you've got now oh absolutely I mean it's of course all all kind of part of the whole machine because had I not gone to business school and had that business background I might have you know not had the same business sense that I do have and sort of, you know, the ability to do my own bookkeeping and taxes and all of these things is also kind of convenient. And I really have a good picture of where I'm at all the time. So that's kind of handy as well. So definitely having some, some basic business skills can only help as an entrepreneur. 
I mean, there's, there's obviously also people out there that love doing those things. So if that's not, you know, the area of expertise, a little can go a long way with some help, I suppose, in that department as well, because it is really important to set up those foundations for your business so that it can grow in a way that's actually going to continue to serve you. Yeah, most definitely. So like you were saying before COVID, you were running classes, that sort of thing. Were you running classes just for yourself or were you going into other gyms and fitness centers and running classes on their behalf? Uh, it was both. I both. was actually teaching probably about 15 classes a week. I was also mm-hmm. doing some school field trip stuff and kind of some outside of the ordinary fitness classes, different kinds of things. But yeah, everything kind of just uh, shifted yeah. one yeah. one day, you know, yeah. so So now okay. you're just. Yeah. So now you're just working solely for yourself, running online classes, sessions yeah. and coaching, so I, I guess. Still, yep. I'm still teaching my online fitness classes, which are uh, as much for me as it is for the women who attend them. Uh, so it's just like fun live on Zoom. So we meet up, we do our class. It's honestly always a bit of a choose your own adventure and uh, yeah. lots of options available. It's like a giant permission slip to show up. <laughs> and get whatever, whatever it is you want to get out of class. So it's very, it's very comfortable. Come on down, you know, kids can be hanging off you. It doesn't matter. It's just really convenient to be able to do that from home. So that's really awesome. So I've kind of got that going on, but I really have shifted, you know, my main focus away from just the fitness because it's just a small piece of our overall wellness. And I really wanted to incorporate a little bit more into that because I've continued to grow and why shouldn't I, you know, you know, extend a hand back to those that are trying to accomplish those, those things that I've managed to master at this point. And I just really want to help give people, you know, a leg up or a bit of an extra advantage, help them get there a little faster. Oh, that's amazing. So what are your positives that you found being your own boss, running your own business? What do you enjoy about it? Oh, well, it's, it's obviously all up to me, which is, I suppose, sort of daunting for some people, maybe who struggle with self-trust or aren't completely confident in their skills. And, and I used to be there, I, I would say as well, but I think that the flexibility and the ability to create whatever it is that you want to create for yourself, whatever that experience looks and feels like that that's what you can create for yourself. So Mm -hmm. you don't need to follow uh, anybody else's rules. You don't need to, you know, do what everybody else is doing. You can create your own way and create something that really truly works for you. Something that feels like solidly in alignment for you. Yeah. Awesome. I guess also with every positive, there's a negative. What would you say are some of the negatives or cons of working for yourself? Well, you know, what's been on my mind just lately is I think it's, it's just a bit of like a sort of a silly feeling. And right now I'm just feeling like what I, as like an online coach, um, I feel like I'm sometimes playing a bit of a role of an avatar. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's curating different freaking bits of my (laughs) life and deciding which one makes the cut for the avatar. And that gets really freaking exhausting at times. And so, you know, it's funny. I just was away in the mountains just this past weekend and, you know, I found myself just telling my, 
my, my partner, like, oh my God, come over here and take a picture of me with this tree so that I can use it to post on my social media. So, you know, there is that piece of it. And it's not to say that it's not authentically, I think you can still be completely authentically yourself, but there's still an amount of curating that kind of goes into like, what bits are you sharing? Because it's just not possible to share all of it. No, that's right. And I think the days of technology and social media, it's making or forcing us to be more present all the time. Like you, yeah. it's not like the old days where clients would come and go into your clinic or your fitness center or wherever you were and you could switch off at the end of the day. Yeah. It is just not allowing us because you've either got clients online or you're having to continually remind them that you're there because there's no physical shop front anymore um, that you have to keep posting. Yep to be at the top of that list. Yep. It's like a bit of a hamster wheel at times. And it just, you know, sometimes it's just, I I don't know. It's a lot of maybe wearing masks and, you know, putting on the show that you think other people want to see. Right. And I, I I'm at this point, I don't do that anymore because that just, I don't know, but it's some days it still feels like there's no choice but to sort of play a role, right? Yeah. On social media. It's just a bit of a yeah. messes up yeah. my mind a little bit, right? I know. Like it's so ah. I, I think it's also gen- generational too, because you and I come from that generation pre-mobile phones, pre, you know, social media. We love the human contact and the connection. Whereas the newer generation coming through now, yeah. that's how they live. If they have to make a phone call to someone. <laughs> Or oh actually gosh. meet with someone face to face. They're going, what? What? Can't I just stay behind my avatar, feel right? protected and safe, and you know, connect with people? Mm, doesn't quite work like that. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's weird because we're sort of in this between world, right? Where we are, we know that there is so much value in that actual connection with people, but at the same time, the way that the way that things are going, a we this is actually amazing that we can have clear across the world, yeah, a, a conversation, you know, and share that, and then and then share that on platforms again out across the entire world, like that is amazing, right? So there's pros and cons, absolutely, but mm. you're right, like there is sort of this gap, right? We're kind of like, ooh, real connection. Whereas the younger, the younger generation just are seeing like their avatars are their real connection. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The fishbowl is just getting bigger, but it's good because it means that people like you and I, like we're not just connecting with people in our local community. We can connect with people all over the world, which I think is amazing because it gets, yeah, it makes you realize that life is so much bigger because you're able to connect Mm. with people across the globe. And ultimately we are all connected to one another. We are all part of this, you know, the same universal energy that comprises us all. So we do all have that connection. Mm. It's uh, it's just kind of a unique way of seeing that how yeah. we're connected yeah. through social media, but that's really kind of representing how connected we truly all are. And I think it is finding that happy balance too. Cause you know, there are times where you think I just need downtime from the social media just need to yeah reconnect so thinking back to when you started out on your own what do you wish you had have known then that you know now hmm 
I'm a no regrets kind of girl and I've been through a lot of stuff, so I don't yeah. take that lightly. Um, but I really think that everything, everything, including what we might have per- perceived as a mistake or a failure, none of that is actually a mistake or a failure. It's no, all I- just opportunities for learning. And, you know, every day you can be, you can be learning and growing. I don't think you can really avoid some of it, but you can definitely take yourself on a higher, faster path if you choose to. Um, so I don't really have regrets and I don't know if I would go back and change anything, but I honestly, maybe some of the biggest things that I wish didn't take me almost four decades to really piece together is just that I get to love and accept myself. And if I do that first, it really changes everything, mm-hmm. um, that we are all connected. And so, you know, what you give to others is what you get back and what you withhold from others is what is withheld back from you because we are all one and what's good for one is good for the many, you know, just to, to believe in yourself, to trust yourself, because I think a lot of times we just hold ourselves back. We, you know, kneecap ourselves from having all of those experiences that we truly want. And at the end of the day, we discover that it was our own our own bullshit fears and our own, you know, misguided beliefs, memories, thoughts, et cetera, that we've taken on as our own and let it stop us from having the experiences we truly want. At the end of the day, we are creators of an experience. That's, that's really the long and the short of it. So we're here to create an experience. You literally get to decide and you can even decide what does your happy look like? probably not the same as mine. What does your success look and feel like? It's probably not the same definition as mine, but choosing what definition, you know, feels right for you and what that is going to look and feel like for you is the first step. And then, you know, you, you get to do the things that allow you to have that experience. That's, that's up to you. And I know that sometimes it's hard to see that that possibility exists. Yeah, I know because I've been there too. And I've been in that stuck spot where I didn't know if anything would ever be any different. And I was kind of waiting for things around me to change or, you know, certain circumstances to be different. And that was a mistake because what the catalyst truly ended up being was me. Right. And it's not, you know, it's not any grand thing, but just actually learning to love and accept yourself actually changes everything because, you know, you just have a new, a new outlook on, on the way that you see things and the way that you see things, that perception directly creates the reality that you're experiencing. So that's pretty amazing when you can get to that point, right. And really start creating what you really, truly want for yourself. Oh my goodness. That is just so profound. (laughs) Thank you for sharing. (laughs) Um, I shouldn't be laughing, but I'm just sitting here going, Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, it is so true. So I guess then, my next question was going to be, what's your advice or tips for other female women in the health wellness industry who are looking at starting their own business or they are having those doubts about why would anyone want to work with me? Why, why am I different or unique? Why? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all really unique. No one else has lived the same experience that you have. They haven't, you know, gone through the same things and grown up in the same, you know, cultural systems, all of the things that exist, no one has had the exact same experience as you. So you're always in a unique position to, 
share your truth, your experience, you know, and oftentimes we're, we, we do get stuck in people pleasing or perfectionism because our self-doubt we want to, and, and good girl kind of tendencies been sort of taught that we're supposed to, you know, obey and do the things and, and don't talk too much and don't be too much of anything, but also be good enough and be perfect at all of the things because your worth is all tied to it. So we got to just kind of let all of that go. We need to let go of any people pleasing. That's just trying to, you know, make other people happy. We need to make ourselves happy first. Yeah. This is something that I learned as uh, as a parent. I have three of my own teenage boys plus a bonus teenage son as well. And so it's it's madness in here. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> and I often forget exactly where I'm going when I start talking about things because it's so chaotic in here. But you know, as a parent, what I really learned is that we need to lead by example. You yes. need to show the way because for the most part, it's really hard for our kids to listen to what we're saying. If it's not matching, like the walk and the talk aren't yes. matching. So truly we need to show them how we put ourselves first. And it's not selfish to do that. It's actually just filling up your cup so that you are in the most abundant place from which you can give very freely and abundantly to others. So filling up your own cup first, not selfish. Yeah. Um, but just leading the way, showing, showing your, your kids. And for me, that was a really crucial piece, uh, in, in leaving my previous relationship because I felt I needed to really show my kids that I felt I was worthy of having something better. And it's not, you know, it's not a diss about him. It just wasn't the right relationship for either of us. And it really just wasn't serving either of us in our, you know, in our highest good. And we both deserved experiences that were better than that. It just wasn't really a good fit. So as we move on, you know, we're both able to create different, better experiences. And so I needed in that space to show my kids, Hey, these are the boundaries I'm going to hold for myself. Cause I am worth being treated like a queen, right? Yeah. You know, unless, unless I want to give, I'm no longer available for giving out of obligation. Yeah. Right. I want to give out of, out of that abundance of my heart because that feels so much better anyways. Yeah, that is, yeah, again, (laughs) I think you are talking to the cast of thousands and yeah, I think, yeah, you've literally pulled everything out of every woman's head (laughs) and articulated (laughs) it so clearly. So like you said, you're a mum. Yeah. And so how do you manage, you know, and because you work from home as well, you have your little studio set up. If people could see what I can see at the moment. Um, Christy has her little backdrop and that's where she runs her classes and coaching sessions. So yeah, you aren't going out as often as you used to. How do you manage that whole work-life balance with kids and being a mom, being a partner, you know, being a business owner? What do you do? How do you manage it all? Oh man. Well, it is, it is a lot to manage, especially we, we women have this tendency of running the long list of all the things that we have to manage and then overwhelming ourselves 
just with the mere idea of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I really do try to stay as present as possible. And by that, I mean, not living in the future and not dwelling upon the past and just trying to be as here and now as I truly can be, because literally the here and now is, is what we have guaranteed, you know, spending energy, worrying about the future or, uh, spending too much energy, even anticipating the future is stealing away from what you have in this moment, which is an opportunity to, I don't know, experience peace or joy or happiness, whatever that looks like for you. So I think that, you know, there's a lot that you can really create for yourself. It just, mm. it's just totally up to you. And I think the ability to make those decisions, right. Having the space to me, it was really important and continues to be very important that things sort of stay in alignment so that nothing is, is getting too much attention at any one given time. That there is some give and take in the schedule, um, building it around what feels right and good for me energetically, uh, has helped me to keep things in line, uh, in alignment and feeling sort of semi-balanced. It's really about just kind of it's almost more like juggling, I guess, than yeah. balancing, um, because you cannot have all of it all the time at the same time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can have all the amazing experiences, but it's not always all going to be amazing. There are going to be struggles and challenges. There are going to be times that are going to stretch you. There are going to be times where you just need rest or integration time because you're leveling up or you're learning and you're growing. And sometimes you just need some space for all of that to just, you know, settle in. So having that flexibility in that space just allows you to build that without that whole hustle and grind culture. Mm. We can really operate from more of a space of flowing and, and listening to what, what works for us, trusting our intuition you know, trying different things. Absolutely. You know, everybody's got a different strategy for how they do their marketing or how they do business or whatever they're, whatever they've got going on. They're not all going to work for everybody. Yeah. You got to do a little bit of sampling here and there and trust yourself and do, you know, like I say, the things that light you on fire, those are on the right path. Yeah. It's kind of a matter of getting rid of the shoulds and the other expectations, right. So that we can dust that off and be a little bit more uh, free to move forward into what feels good. Yeah. I was going to say, and free flowing, I think as mums, and it depends on um, the different stages of your kids' lives. Like Mm. I think back now and I don't know who it was, but I tell you, I just want to say that this is so not true. They said, Oh, once your kids start school, you'll have more time on your hands. I'm like, get out of town. School hours are not like childcare, daycare. You've actually got less hours. And then at school, that's when they start doing extracurricular activities. So you've actually got to be more available. And then I've just found, because, you know, I've got children aged six to almost 18. I found the last um, 18 months, my older two who are in their senior years of high school have needed me on more of an emotional level and needed me more available Mm. because they started doing block exams. So they weren't going to school. So I had to be the person driving them to and from their exams. And they'd only be going for one exam in the morning or the afternoon. I think you've got to allow yourself to not be so rigid. And that depending on the stages and phases of your life of being a mother, you need to be flexible and ebb and flow. Because like, 
you know, like I said, I feel like the last 18 months I've had to step back a little bit from business and be more available to my kids. So I only work school hours at the moment. Whereas, you know, two years ago, I had two kids in childcare. The kids were at high school and they were pretty self-sufficient. So I could work a little bit longer. But yeah, I think, yeah, we just need to be gentle on ourselves and not think that what works for me now may not necessarily work for me in 12 months, two years, five years. We're always growing and evolving and shifting. And we have to have a little bit of sort of open curiosity to explore maybe this thing isn't working for me like it used to. Maybe I need to make a small shift. Maybe I need to just reevaluate why I was doing that thing in the first place. And there's a lot of stuff that we can typically let go of Mm. when we kind of release some of those expectations, those shoulds, we stop shitting all over ourselves. (laughs) We can actually free up a whole lot of free time Yeah, and we can, you know, reclaim some of that time and use that for the things that really light us up, that make us feel you know, like we're actually truly taken care of. Yeah, most definitely. So what does the future hold for you and your business now moving forward? Do you still have projects, ideas, programs that you're wanting to implement? Oh, well, girl, I am on a mission to change the world. And (laughs) I know that the way that we're going to change the world is, you know, through one, one person at a time learning to love themselves Yep. And yep. that it all, all begins with us. So all of my most passionate projects that I'm working on are really all contributing to that. I really have, you know, just this vision of helping women to, I call it, get the fuck unstuck, you know, get out of the, <laughs> the <love> patterns <laughs> and the cycles that are kind of keeping them from experiencing the more that they feel in their heart or soul or, or being that they just know might be out there for them. You know, they may not fully believe in it yet and that's okay, but they, they have even just this small inkling, like, well, maybe there is more, maybe something else is possible. Maybe something slightly better is possible. And so there's kind of that getting, getting the fuck unstuck is the first bit, you know, then becoming, you know, really truly in love with yourself, truly loving it, loving and accepting yourself, becoming, outrageously and unapologetically you. And if that involves, you know, sharing your voice or your message with the world, you know, I I'm not doing this alone. I can't change the world by myself, but when we come together and we collaborate and we share and we bring our voices, we become louder and we can reach more people. And so I want to bring together the change makers and the, you know, inspiring thought leaders to, come up with some new solutions, some come up with some new ways of, you know, sharing this message, helping people to become the creators of their own life so that they can, you know, enjoy conscious relationships that meet every single, you know, dream that they ever had about what a relationship could look and feel like. Maybe it's creating their unique business, sharing their own special message, their, their unique take on something. It doesn't matter where it takes you, but at the end of the day, we're here to create that experience. So, you know, there's always ways that you can level up your skills and become even more powerful in that. And yeah, so the, the podcast is, you know, one of the main things that I'm really excited about. I do have coaching programs one-to-one. Yeah. Uh, I'm working on some other things. I've got a, working on a book. Uh, I have lots of projects. So, you know, 
just trudging ahead and I have a community for conscious creators, other change makers and thought leaders. It's basically a space just to come together, to collaborate, connect, promote one another, to encourage one another, whatever that looks like. Um, Yeah. And yeah. And the podcast create your happy is all about sharing inspiring stories, much like I suppose I have shared on your show. Yeah. Um, the, the stories of overcoming in life and relationship and business, because I really truly believe that through those stories is how we can help others to feel seen and to feel heard and to recognize what's possible for them too. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You, I, I'm looking forward to seeing you and your business flourish. Cause yeah, I definitely, I'm the same wavelength as you in that. Yeah. It's about the collective and it's about change makers and, you know, joining together to be that louder voice because you know on your own you can only do so much but I think it's great that you're looking to spark those women who have this little inkling inside and yet they just need that flame to be nurtured and fed more so that they feel that they are worthy to do so much more so thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming and sharing your amazing story I truly believe that women will take so much from um, what you've had to share today because as I said what you have talked about and shared is so profound and I do hope that we get a really good positive feedback from this podcast because I think we've I gone, hope it makes uh, sense <laughs> well yeah but I think you have gone so much deeper you know and no offense to my other people I've interviewed but I feel like you have really hit a nerve and I do hope that anyone listening to this podcast shares it with your friends, colleagues, because even if you just take one minute little piece of advice out of this podcast, I think it's going to set you on a path that you will not look back and go, oh my gosh, look at my journey I'm about to take. Yeah. So thank you so much. So much happiness to be created out there. But it is, that's so true. To be truly happy, you can't rely on other people or possessions or whatever. You've got to be it starts with yourself and being happy from within. And then it just, yeah. you know, that it's flame an becomes, inside job, baby. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's that little flicker of a flame becomes a roaring fire. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you so much. Do you want to just share with everyone your business, where they can find you online? We will have the links up in the um, description of the podcast, but just for those listening, if they want to have it in the back of their minds, just share yeah, where absolutely. they can find you. So you can find out about the podcast at createyourhappy.ca. You can also connect with me on Facebook. That's where I mostly hang out. I am also on Instagram. I'll get you the handles and stuff. Instagram at 4F Coach. I'll get you the links if I didn't already. And we can include those. And um, yeah, mostly I hang out on Facebook. That's just kind of my jam. I love to write long, deep, perhaps somewhat profound content at times and, uh, Instagram just be kneecap in the length of my posts over there. So it's just, uh, I'm a Facebook girl, I guess. (laughs) Well, you know, I think cause that's what started for us. We were, Facebook was the first social media. I don't think um, (laughs) the other were around. So I know the newer generation, I'm sure it's the same with your teenagers. They're into Instagram and Snapchat. That's their yeah. Go to Jay. I have Instagram, it? you know, <laughs> it's fine. I keep some stuff on there, but you're going to hear more of my deep thoughts for sure on Facebook, just because they let me say longer things. <laughs> yeah. 
Awesome. Well, thank you once again for coming on and being my guest. It's been an absolute pleasure. And yeah, um, yeah I will chat with everyone soon. Thanks. Thanks so much. You have been listening to the Authentic Healthpreneur podcast. To ensure you don't miss an episode, remember to subscribe. If you are enjoying this series, please leave us a review. If after listening to this podcast episode, you feel inspired to start or transform your own health business, come join our free Facebook group, Authentic Healthpreneurs. Search Authentic Healthpreneurs in the Facebook groups. In this group, you will find free resources, webinars, and other events to help propel your business forward and succeed. It is a beautiful community of like-minded female health practitioners who support and uplift one another and celebrate our successes together. If you need help with starting or growing your health business, be sure to check out my website, AuthenticHealthpreneurs.com. Here you will find more information on the one-on-one coaching services and online training programs that I offer. I would love to support and guide you to live your life purpose and see you succeed in business. If you are not sure what help you need, then be sure to book in for a free business strategy session with myself. You will find the link in the website.